Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Hello, and welcome to the My Mickey Podcast. I'm Karen Stoner, the owner and dream designer for My Mickey Vacation Travel, and I am here as usual with my husband, Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Do you know why it's Happy New Year? I do. And I, I think and I think a lot of our listeners probably do too, because Disney finally released packages for 2020. I know you've been sitting at your desk almost nonstop for the last two days. I see I have. And then so have all of our dream designers. I will have to say we really have the best team, um, our agents with my Mickey Vacation Travel. They're they've been working nonstop trying to get everybody all their quotes and answer all the questions and get everyone's trips booked for next year. Everybody's been waiting anxiously for next year's pricing to come out. I know. I was I was sitting at my desk last night. I I don't know. It was probably about two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. I was just burning the midnight oil and in comes emails from some of our dream designers reporting that they were uh, working with their clients that even that late and doing bookings. And so I almost think we have a round the clock operation right now this time of year. Yeah, we really do. We really do. So everybody's really doing a good job making sure that they're being quick and getting everybody there. Um, their package coats and stuff out there to them so they can start planning their magical trips to Disney. Well, and we thought we would take this opportunity today to kind of do a little almost Disney World Resort 101 class and maybe talk a little bit about the different resorts, um, but really by category. Uh, I know one of the things we are going to be doing in this podcast series is visiting each resort. So like maybe give an episode to each resort uh, over time. But today I think we just wanted to talk a little bit about what's the difference between a value resort and a moderate and a deluxe and a deluxe villa. And what are the, the different features and maybe even dig into some of the resorts a little bit. We'll just kind of scratch the surface, but maybe just have that conversation today as people start thinking about 2020. Yes, definitely. Because that is always kind of one of the first questions that we get, you know, what, what's the difference between the different categories and, you know, and is, you know, a value category, you know, considered like a super eight or is that, you know, what's the equivalent to all of that? And for a lot of our Disney newbies, they really have no idea what all those categories mean and what that means to them or what kind, what that means to their vacation and what would be the best um, option for their family. Well, I think a lot depends on what people want to get out of their vacation. Some people like to go on vacation and they like to go to the parks and spend all their time at the parks and, um, and they see their hotel as just a place to lay their head at night. And then there's other people who really want to treat the resort as a resort and take advantage of all the amenities. And I think if you kind of figure that out, then that really helps with determining which category you want to get into. So that's kind of what we're going to dig into today is which of these resorts kind of fits the, the, the best situation for the type of vacation you want to have. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Let's start with the value category resorts. Um, they are super fabulous. They have great um, theming and um, bus transportation to all four of the main theme parks um, from the value resorts. Um, the different names of the resorts are Pop Century. You have the All-Star 
All-Stars, which have a few different themes, All-Star Music, All-Star Sports, All-Star Movies, and we also have the Art of Animation Resort, which is the newest of the value category resorts, and they have family suites and standard size rooms, um, Little Mermaid theme rooms there. And each of the resort, these resorts use bus transportation to the four theme parks. They all have some fun pools, but the value category resorts, they don't have pools with slides and that kind of thing. So it's more of a basic pool. They usually have a couple of them on property. They have maybe um, one main pool like at Pop Century and then a couple of smaller ones closer to some of the buildings. And they all have quick service options. So um, quick service kind of cafeteria style food. Um, but delicious food, lots of different options and things like that. But they do not have a sit-down restaurant as far as, um, you know, needing a reservation or having wait staff like some of the other resorts do in the other categories. So if you're on the go and this is, you know, you're looking to go to Disney and you have a great time and have a comfy bed to sleep in, a fun theme, but nothing, no frills, you know, you're okay with just, you know, you're going to be crashing at the end of the night and you're pooped and just want a good night's sleep and get up and have a good breakfast. Um, value resorts are perfect for you. So the other thing too about the, the value resorts, and you kind of mentioned the theming. I mean, these are rich in theming. So you've got the all-star resorts and like you said, sports movies and music, but even though it's themed around each of those areas, you do have the Disney influences. So like the movies area that will have, well, in fact, I think all three of them have these just ginormous statues of dis different animated characters uh, mixed in with other aspects of the theming. So like the, I think the sports, like one of the courtyards is like this oversized foosball table. So you're actually walking amongst all the foosball players, which is and a really football cool. field. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a football field, the X's and O's and it's really fun. So, but they have that inner intertwined with the Disney characters. And of course, pop century is uh, each section of that resort is broken up into decades. And so you've got what the pop culture aspect of those different decades, but again, tied in with a lot of the Disney references. And of course, art of animation, you've got, um, the Pixar Cars movie, Lion King theme, Nemo theme, and Little Mermaid theme. So that is, is definitely uh, a Disney-themed resort. So you've got the fun aspect of those resorts. The rooms are definitely a little bit smaller than the other resorts. But again, like you said, it's a great place to come in after the parks uh, at night and just put your head on the pillow and crash. Yeah, and have a great breakfast in the morning or, you know, even take a break in the afternoon for a swim. The pools are great. They just don't have the slides and things like that right. if your family is into the extra big pools with the slides. Um, I also have to um, mention that the uh, Pop Century and the All-Stars with the exception of all-star music, um, only accommodate four people to a room, ages three and up. So they don't they have um, they don't accommodate uh, families of five or or bigger like some of the other um, moderates and the um, deluxe resorts do. All-star music does have a family suite that can accommodate up to six people, and Art of Animation also has family suites that can accommodate up to six people. So it's something to think about, too, if you have a larger family, um, you know, it might make more sense to do a family suite or a different category resort for, instead of having to get two standard size rooms at, you know, Pop Century or one of the other all-stars. 
And the other thing that value resorts have been notorious for has, has been that they were the only resort category that had double beds, whereas the moderates and the uh, deluxes all had at least a minimum queen size bed. And so that is changing. Uh, Pop Century has been recently renovated and All Star Music. Is that the one currently? Movies. Movies. Movies, movies yeah. is currently going through renovation where they are upgrading the, the beds into a queen size where you'll have a regular queen size bed, but then you also have the uh, Murphy bed coming down uh, off the wall, which is a uh, queen size as well. So we're seeing that movement towards the larger beds, which is really a nice touch for the value resorts. Oh, I love how we stayed at um, Pop Century last spring when they just finished the Pop Century renovations. Mm-hmm. And I love how one of the beds, like you said, is the Murphy bed, um, which you just pull it down at the end of the day and the sheets and everything are on it, which is perfect, but it makes that room so much larger. So when you've got families in there, you don't feel like you've got these two big beds in the middle of a small room when you're cramped and there's no place to walk around or put your stuff. So I love how that Murphy bed just opens up that room um, for space. And they also have added the, the floors. Um, in those rooms too, which at first I wasn't sure if I was going to like, because I thought it would feel kind of cold, but they're actually really nice. You don't have that cold feeling when you're walking on it. And it just has a real clean feeling to it. Um, so, so just to elaborate, they've always had floors. Oh, the floor floor. Well, not floor floors. That doesn't help either. We're pulling up the carpet. (laughs) Pulling up the carpet, yes. Which is a lot more sanitary sanitary too, I think. I think so. Who knows what's in those carpets sometimes, like, you know, at hotels, but we don't talk about that. But I like the idea how they can just kind of, you know, you know, mop the floor and um, it's clean. So they've upgraded all that. They upgraded the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, the bathrooms are great. And um, so showers and everything are new. So, yeah, what they're doing with the value resorts, well, they're doing that with all the resorts, but um, with Pop Century specifically, um, they, they're great. And the beds are super comfortable. I was really impressed um, with how comfortable the bed was. I was surprised Pop. by that. Yeah. So that was really, it was comfy. It wasn't like, you know, a hard bed or anything. It was a nice category, a nice quality of bed. And the other thing I don't want to gloss over um, too quickly is we, you kind of mentioned the family suites at Art of Animation. And, and that's the cars area, which again, the cars area is phenomenal. The courtyard is as if you're walking through Radiator Springs. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's great. Even the uh, cabanas by the pool are in the shape of traffic cones, which is really fun. Oh, yeah. And then the Finding Nemo is the main section, and then Lion King is the other one. But the family suites are phenomenal. They sleep up to six people, uh, ages three and over. It has a separate master bedroom and a master bath. And I believe that's a queen size bed in there. And then in the main room, which what I would call the living room, um, you've got a pull out sofa, which is very comfortable. We've actually had two teenagers sleep on that very comfortably. And then there's a small little kitchenette, which is really just a sink and maybe a microwave coffee maker kind of thing. But there's a, there's a table uh, with chairs sitting there, small table chairs. But at night, you actually pull down the Murphy bed out of the wall and the table collapses underneath. So your your dining room table converts into a bed and that sleeps two more. So that's, and that's very comfortable as well. So it's a real nice option for, for at a value price. Um, now keep in mind still, you know, it's it's not the same price as you would find a standard room because it is a larger 
uh, footprint as far as the, the room itself goes. Um, but it's still a value priced family suite for the larger family. So it's a really great option. Fantastic theming. I think in the cars land section, the, like the dresser looks like an old craftsman toolbox. I mean, it is that kind of theming. It's really, really cute. And one thing to mention too, as you described the family suites is that the family suites have two full size bathrooms in there. So, um, so two full size bathrooms, showers, bathtubs, um, sinks and all that stuff. So that makes for getting ready, um, a lot easier when you've got bigger families traveling versus trying to share, um, all getting ready in one bathroom in the morning. So I love the two bathrooms that they have. Great point. And the food at the different resorts is amazing. Uh, Art of Animation, I think, really did a great job with their food court. Uh, definitely amped up the level of food that you think you would find at a at a value resort um, dining experience. Uh, Pop Century has recently gone through a menu change and have really amped up theirs as well. Uh, honestly, haven't been to All Stars lately to know what they're doing there, but uh, great great dining opportunities there as well, even as a quick service. Yeah, no, we love them. I'm, I've even gone to Art of Animation to their food court to eat, even when I'm not staying there because the food right. is so good. And they have, you know, ethnic kind of food and on, their Indian food. I love, if you're into Indian food, it's amazing. They have a non, they have one of those stone um, ovens to make non bread and they actually make non bread in those, on those little um, stove, those ovens wood ovens that you see in the right. fancy Indian restaurant uh, restaurants. So, I mean, so that's, it's, that's kind of neat that they have stuff like that at these um, value resorts. So definitely check it out. And one last thing to mention, and this is coming soon. We don't have a date yet, but uh, as many people know, the art of animation resort is actually where pop century part two was, was supposed to be. It was originally designed around that um, the lake. And so Pop Century and Art of Animation actually connect uh, through the lake. And what they're doing is they're adding the new Skyliner gondola system. And so both Pop Century and Art of Animation are going to be uh, are going to have access to the new gondola system as a, an, another form of transportation, which will get you to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So you'll have that as well as bus transportation for those two resorts. Yep, that's really going to help. That's really going to help um, with the transportation, having another option. So I'm excited to see that. All right. Good discussion on value resorts. Uh, I think our our attitude is thumbs up on value resorts. Great value for the money. Um, super theming, good food, comfortable rooms. And um, even, if, even if you do want to spend a little bit of resort time as opposed to just coming back and crashing, still a fun place to, to hang out. So let's move to moderates. Yes, moderate category resorts are the next step up. And the main difference with these resorts compared to the values are the rooms are a little bit bigger. The rooms all have um, queen size beds already. Um, they do, some of them do have king too, um, to request that. And in addition to having a food court, they also have a sit down restaurant available where you can make a reservation um, for dinner, some are open for breakfast. So where you actually have um, wait staff and that kind of things. And the pool is much bigger and they have slides and some other form of water activity and things like that in the main pool. 
and then in addition to the smaller pools throughout um, closer to the buildings. Um, but those are the main differences with the moderate category resorts. Um, some of them also have another form of transportation um, than just the buses to the parks. Um, for an example, uh, well, Riverside <laughs> has a boat, Riverside and French Quarter, and it has a boat that takes you to Disney Springs. Um, it doesn't take you to the park, but um, it's fun just to have something different to do um, to, to get somewhere else or just to kind of take a drive. But that boat can take you down to Disney Springs or to check out one of the other um, Port Orleans resorts that you're at. And Caribbean Beach Resort is going to also be a stop for the Skyliner. So that will be there as well. So you can head to Epcot or Disney Hollywood Studios from the Caribbean Beach Resort. So recently we've seen some uh, very significant um, upgrades and refurbishments to both Caribbean Beach Resort and Coronado Springs Resorts, uh, which are very exciting. So Caribbean Beach kind of wrapped up first and they totally redid um, the old Port Royale building, which is the, kind of the center hub. And so we've added a new restaurant, uh, Sebastian's Bistro, uh, which is a phenomenal sit-down, tropical kind of vibe. Uh, redid the entire pool area. We've got the Banana Cabana out there, uh, the Spy, Spyglass Grill, uh, which is kind of a, you know, taco sort of place. Um, but really neat uh, refurb there in terms of that center area they've gone through and redone all the rooms very similar to what we talked about with pop century earlier with the uh, wood floors and uh, redoing the beds and kind of uh, just kind of giving a more modern feel uh, what i liked about caribbean beach also is that it does have a separate themed room which is the pirate rooms which are really neat those i believe still have the double beds i think that's the only Correct. exception to the queen size rule for moderates um so i really like what they've done uh over there at uh, caribbean beach in terms of the refurbishments and in addition to what they're doing at caribbean beach they are also doing a major refurbishment over at coronado springs as they are soon getting ready to open this brand new tower the Grand Destino Tower. It's going to be 15 stories with a beautiful restaurant at the top called the Toledo. Uh, it's just going to be phenomenal. And it's opening very soon. We're actually going to be there for, you and I actually got reservations for opening day, but we were invited to a special event the day before, a media event. So we're going to be there. And uh, on the My Mickey Vacation Travel Facebook and Instagram pages, we'll have plenty of pictures and things. But that we're very excited about the opening of that new uh, tower at the resort. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And, but definitely after we check it out, after it opens, we'll have to do a separate podcast. I think just on that, um, that the resort and all the things there, um, especially with the new tower and the new restaurants that are opening. Uh, but the one thing that I always pointed out with this resort in particular, um, in the moderate category is to me, it has more of a deluxe feel to it. So that sort of borders on, the moderate deluxe category, and especially with this new tower, um, it's really going to push it to a closer to a deluxe 
feeling um, without the deluxe price. And I think part of it is there is a uh, convention center on property. So they have a lot of business people that come through there that I think they're trying to cater to as well. Um, the resort is still amazing for families, still a great theme, awesome pools um, and all that. But, but I think because they kind of cater to having business people there, they kind of have a little something to make it a little more elegant, I guess. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. And I think a lot of the changes we're seeing, like I know to make room for this tower, they got rid of a couple of the, uh, like the junior suites in the business class area. Well, they're relocating those and they're going to rebuild those, those areas as well. So they're still going to have some of the, the, the junior suites they are still going to have a business class area where you can kind of like a club level. Uh, I know the tower is going to have club level area. Uh, they redid the several of the walking bridges that kind of connect the pool and, and used to be kind of had to walk around the perimeter of the resort. Well, now they've got uh, these walkways across the water and there's a brand new restaurant out there called Three Bridges Bar and Grill, which is really nice. So they've, they're really amping up this resort. Um, I, I agree for the, for the conventioner, but definitely for families. It's because it, they're making access to all the areas a little bit easier. Oh yeah, it's so much nicer now. We were there checking it out um, a few weeks ago, actually, and that bridge is nice and how it connects to the other side of the property um, to get to the main building where the food and transportation is. Where before it seemed like you know you had to walk all the way around just to get to the to the front, and right. you know, and that's a lot of extra steps sometimes you don't want to take at the end of the day. And yeah, and I and then I was staying down there a couple of weeks ago, and I went to go have. Um, lunch at the quick service and I, and I got there and it's like, they changed the name because it used, what, what it used to be called pepper market. Pepper market. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's now the El Mercado de Coronado. And I'm like, well, that's fancy. <laughs> it's like, fancy. But it's the same kind of the same thing. They've got um, a little bit of Tex-Mex, but they've got burgers and um, they had a, oh, they, they've got one of the um, open fire stone fire pizza grills there too, which is really good. Yeah, the dining options at this resort are phenomenal, um, especially with the two new restaurants that are coming. And the Toledo, the new one, is going to be a rooftop um, dining experience. And they say that when you're um, eating up there, you can actually watch the fireworks from any of the parks um, dis mm -hmm. on Disney property that you can see them all from up there. So I'm excited about trying that out. Yeah, and, and I think kind of going back to what you said, I think this is a great resort. It's kind of an almost like an entry point uh, transition point from moderate to deluxe because this is, I think going to be your upper moderate um, category, but still at a, at, it's actually one of the lower priced moderate resorts to be honest with you, which I, I, maybe we need to keep that quiet and keep it a secret, but it really is a good price point, um, especially going into 2020 with all the upgrades and so forth that they've done. So yeah. Beautiful resort, beautiful resort. And of course, that leaves us with the two resorts over at the Port Orleans area. So we have Riverside and French Quarter. Yes, and Riverside, um, I don't think we mentioned it, but Riverside, they have standard rooms there, but they also have um, a themed room. You mentioned um, the Caribbean Beach Resort has a pirate theme rooms, and Riverside has what they call a royal room. I don't really want to say it's princess rooms. I think boys would probably like it too, um, but there's a lot of princess pictures and things like that in there. But there's also a lot of um, Aladdin kind of um, influences on the carpet is like a magic carpet. and um, The bathroom has magic, um, magic lamps in there. So a lot of neat little 
touches in there and the colors, it's not pink either. So it's kind of purple and green. So it doesn't scream girl and princess if you have a prince that is going along. But those rooms are really cute themed. Yeah, I think that's a real good explanation because we, you know, we stayed in one, what was it, about a year ago, maybe two years ago, um, just to kind of see what it was like and kind of get the feel for it. And I, I really liked that. I thought um, I, was, I was totally going in with the whole princess vibe and left there really not feeling that at all. It was, I think royal is definitely the right word for it. Yeah, definitely is. So yeah, so that's a fun thing that they have there. Um, French Quarter is a much smaller resort. Um, definitely has that Louisiana feel to it, but it's a much smaller resort. So if, you know, the thought of going from your building that you're in to the main building and, you know, fear of it being too long of a walk, um, French Quarter, no matter what building you're in, you're going to be close to the main, um, the main hub, the main bus stop there. So that's, um, perfect for convenience for getting up and getting ready for the day and not have a long walk a tea room at the end of the day either. And I think one of the things to mention about um, Riverside is the chance uh, in the evenings to go have a good time at the, um, what's the, what's the name of the uh, room, the roost, the river roost, is that river, roost. river roost, yeehaw bob. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You want to have a good family night entertainment. Yeehaw Bob is this guy sits there at this piano. The piano rocks back and forth. Sing along. Uh, just It's just a room full of energy. Uh, so much fun. Get there early, but expect to just have a great time. So it's a oh, yeah. nice little added feature for a moderate resort. Yeah, and all the kids enjoy it. They all sit around on the floor and around Yeehaw and Bob and <laughs> sing and dance and all that stuff. So super fun on a non-park day or an early day from the parks. Yeah, definitely. And again, you know, Riverside and, and French Quarter, both, you know, wonderful food courts. French Quarter's food court was just recently uh, remodeled and renovated. Uh, what I like about both of these resorts is it, has a real quiet atmosphere. It's that Sasagula River, Mississippi, New Orleans kind of feel. Uh, you can find a um, horse-drawn carriage. The They've got bike rentals. They've got the riverboat, like you mentioned earlier, the, the boat that goes down to Dizzy Springs. Uh, it's just a real quiet it's resort. Peaceful. Very peaceful. Um, French Quarter, I really like from the standpoint it's a much smaller, intimate resort. Uh, certainly doesn't have the same footprint that some of the other larger moderates have. Um, beautiful, beautiful resort. The water view rooms are my favorite because they just overlook that river. And it's just gorgeous. Yeah, they're gorgeous. And more importantly, they have beignets there. They so. do have beignets, and I know that is your favorite. Yes, I love getting those beignets and they're Mickey shaped beignets and they make them fresh and they are great any time of day. And you can also get them with ice cream on top and hot fudge for a Sunday. Mm. May have to check that out. Now I just I one. just I just made reservations with our oldest son to stay at French Quarter in mid-July for a couple of days. So I think we are heading over to get some beignets. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Appreciate the reminder. Yes. All right, so we're moving on up to the categories. Now we have the deluxe resort category. Deluxe category, that is if you really want um, a resort experience in addition to park time. You know, you love going to the parks, but at the end of the day, you want to have 
a luxurious experience. You want to have a upscale environment kind of theme. Um, and you also would like to have a different mode of transportation perhaps to, to get to the parks and really have a relaxing, well, not, that's not just relaxing, other resorts can be relaxing, but have a more of a, re, of a resort experience. Either, you know, if you want to spend some time and, and actually enjoy the resort and, have, and that downtime or a day, then um, the deluxe resorts are definitely the way to go. I agree. And I, I kind of like to think that there's even several different levels of deluxe resorts. One of my favorite resorts is actually Animal Kingdom Lodge. And Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge, I kind of put in the same category. They're very similar. They're built by the same architect. But they're also little smaller rooms than what you would expect. I think most of them only sleep four until you get into a, a suite category. The theming is amazing. Uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge is phenomenal because you got the safari right there and or the um, the savannas, and you can go out and look at the animals and giraffes and zebras and all that. Um, Wilderness Lodge is beautiful. It's right there on the on the bay, uh, just down from Fort Wilderness Campground and down from Contemporary. Uh, but those are both what I would call entry level deluxe resorts. So they're going to be the lower price point end of the deluxe realm, but they are beautiful resorts. Um, and then you kind of have the, the next category up, which would be what I would call your, your Epcot resorts. And that's your beach club, yacht club, and boardwalk. They're kind of the middle range price. Um, they're wonderful because they're all within walking distance of Epcot. And if you don't mind about a mile hike, you can actually walk over to Hollywood Studios as well. But they are all beautiful themed uh, hotels and resorts as well. Uh, and then you have what I would call the upper level uh, deluxe resorts, which are your monorail resorts. And that's your Polynesian Contemporary and Grand Floridian. Those are going to be your highest price points because they're right there on the monorail. You can basically get to uh, Magic Kingdom or Epcot without ever exposing yourselves to the elements. It's just phenomenal uh, access to those parks. Um, but again, the Grand Floridian being the granddaddy of them all, but any of these deluxe resorts are just amazing from the standpoint that they all have inside entrances. The pools are just beyond amazing. Uh, they, some of them even have special, like I know Grand Floridian even has the special little kid splash area with the big bucket that splashes you and the whole thing. Um, wonderful um, amenities. Uh, a lot of them have... Uh, the access to the watercraft so you can take a pontoon boat out into the water if you want uh, just a lot of neat things that you can do beyond just coming back and crashing it for the night and the restaurants top of the line restaurants oh yeah you have they all have sit-down restaurants um, some of them have several sit-down restaurants um, you know Victorian Albert's is one of the best in the entire country and that's located at the Grand Floridian. So there's all different kinds of things as character experiences there uh, as far as character meals go. And one thing I like too about the monorail resort specifically is if you're traveling with small kids, being on that monorail is really, really nice, especially at the end of the day and your kids are sleeping in the stroller. You can just wheel the stroller right onto the monorail and, you know, and then back to, and then head out to your room without having to worry about waking them up and folding up the stroller and, and doing all that. So for convenience, that's perfect for doing that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we've seen 
how many people lugging around sleeping kids and trying to juggle that in a stroller, trying to get onto a bus and then finding no seats. So yeah, that, that's not, that's not fun. So I, I definitely agree. You've got that benefit as well. Um, but it's just, and the rooms are so big. I'm, you know, besides Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom, which are the smaller ones, but the other rooms are just so big and spacious and there's plenty of room to, to maneuver. And uh, a lot of the rooms, um, depending on the resort, have balconies that you can walk out on. So just little touches like that are really nice. Definitely. Yeah. Lots of space um, to maneuver. Um, the bathrooms from most of them are uh, they have the vanity area separate, so it makes easy um, getting ready easy in the morning too. Um, although the moderates do have that now also, and some of some of the values do also, which makes it nice for getting ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but just this, it's just a great if you're planning on spending some time with the resort and or want a more luxurious kind of comfortable feeling and a nice theme, um, the deluxe route is the way to go. But keep in mind, depending on where the resort is located. Um, you know, location, location, location has a price to it. So sometimes, but you know, but it's also your vacation. And if you want to have a relaxing vacation and um, accommodations and um, really have a resort experience, then it's definitely worth it. You can't put a price on that. And since you mentioned location, I want to debunk a myth. And that is that Animal Kingdom Lodge is not too far away from everything. That is the one thing we hear often and often is it's just so far away from everything. Yes, it is one of the furthest in terms of distance, but having heard this, the last time we were there, we did, we kind of did a stopwatch thing. And from the time our bus pulled out of the Animal Kingdom Lodge to the Magic Kingdom, which is really the furthest point that the buses go, it was 16 minutes. So in the grand scheme of life, that's not bad. And honestly, there are resorts that are closer that because of the routes they have to take, actually take longer than that. They take longer. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Animal Kingdom. I mean, it's, it's, they, you know, there's Kidani Village and uh, Jumbo House. They both share the bus, but it's right there together. But it's a direct path between the resort and uh, the park and a lot of the other resorts either share buses or have multiple stops or whatever. So it was really nice. It was actually a very quick trip. So we're going to debunk that myth right now. Exactly. Because any of the resorts are going to be close to one resort and far from another. Exactly. You at the Polynesian, yes, you're right there next to the Magic Kingdom, but then you still have to get to the Animal Kingdom one day, which is on the other side. So it really it's, you know, six, one, half a dozen of another, as they it say. balances out. Mm-hmm. And you know, the other, the only other resort we haven't talked about because it's kind of its own category is Fort Wilderness. Oh, that's right. Remember Fort Wilderness? I love Fort Wilderness. So Fort Wilderness has both campgrounds. So if you're an RV camper or even a tent camper, uh, you can bring your RV or your pop-up or your tent and camp out in this beautiful it's, it's luxurious camping. It's definitely glamping. Uh, but it's just, it's just, I mean, it's clean and everybody's friendly and it's very tree, lots of trees. Oh, it's beautiful over it's there. It's beautiful and, and clean. I mean, the changing stations and the, and the restroom facilities are immaculate. Uh, the showers that they have are immaculate. Uh, so it's really a, a phenomenal 
uh, camping experience. But they also have, which is really nice, they also have the Fort Wilderness cabins, which are technically considered a moderate resort, but each cabin is a standalone unit. So if you're driving your vehicle, you actually get to drive your vehicle right up to your front door, which is nice. You don't have to park in a parking lot somewhere. Um, so you've got the cabins, which sleep six. Uh, they have a um, Murphy bed, pull-out bed in the living room area. They've got a bunk bed, and then a, I believe it's a double bed as well in the back bedroom. Uh, full kitchen. I mean, you can do the whole cooking thing in that kitchen. Uh, really nice outdoor grill. Uh, you've got just a lot of neat aspects to that um, camping experience, and that's truly the glamping experience there. Um, and the only downside to the cabin is it's only one bathroom. So if you've got yeah. six people, you are sharing, and that can get a little bit confining. But uh, it is a wonderful um, resort experience. If you, like, if you would like to experience and try out the camping thing without the hassle of the RV and all that stuff, that's the way to do it. Yeah, we stayed at the cabins um, with our family of five a few years ago, and we loved it. And we rented the golf carts, and I think the golf carts were the hit with our kids. They, <laughs> they liked that more than anything, I think, that we did. I but agree. yeah, <laughs> but it's just so fun to take the golf cart and cruise around and see everybody's decorations because, you know, campers are always decorating their area with lights and all that fun stuff. And so it's fun to explore and do all that and get a Mickey bar while you're out and about and driving around. And the other nice thing is they've got great uh, activities. They've got uh, fishing and they've got um, archery. Uh, each evening they have the Chippendale campfire sing-along. So you'll get to roast s'mores. They have uh, guitar players out there doing sing-along and then they'll show you a movie uh, at, at night, which is real nice. And uh, also at the, um, over by the bay, you have trails End restaurant, which is a, great comfort food but it's a buffet but it's kind of comfort food you know fried chicken and that kind of stuff um but then you also have the hoop to do review which is a fantastic uh stage show it's kind of set in the old time saloon but it's, it's definitely family oriented uh fried chicken baked beans cornbread the whole thing uh but just a fun show so the and the stables are there um lots of just lots of fun stuff so uh it's a great place to visit even, you know, just to do some fun things, even if you're not staying there. Yep. Super fun. We love doing to do that and just to explore. Um, the last category, if you want to explain that one, Jeffrey, is the deluxe resort, but the deluxe villa category. Explain what that is. So the deluxe villa category is a, a group of resort rooms that are actually part of the Disney vacation club, which is, the ownership wing of Disney. So people, I, I know Disney doesn't like to use this word, but it's technically kind of like the timeshare system. And so these are rooms that are set aside for Disney Vacation Club members. And so they're usually linked to another resort. So you have um, Next to the Contemporary Resort, you have Bay Lake Tower, and Grand Floridian has a section designed for um, Disney Vacation Club, and so does Beach Club, and so does, well, all the, I think pretty much all the deluxes do now. And of course, we have the new Riviera Resort coming, which is 
uh, very close to the Caribbean Beach Hotel. So these are villas which are either a studio, a one-bedroom, or a two-bedroom villa. Uh, so these are much larger rooms, um, come with everything you would expect in a villa situation. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's definitely a deluxe resort feel. Uh, but the, the downside of, well, let me say it this way. The upside is, is that when rooms are available, uh, that they're not being rented out by DVC. They do make them available to the general public to, to um, reserve as a regular resort room. And so they do become available to us. The downside of that is they're not always available when we want them to be available. So they may be um, like 2020 opened up this week. So we can book regular resort rooms 499 days out. We may not be able to book the deluxe villas that far out. We may only be able to book them maybe three months out, six months out, seven months out, depending on the which resort we're talking about, because they, again, they want to reserve those rooms for the DVC club members first. And once they recognize when they have availability, they'll make them available to the general public. So your, your reservation time, your lead time is going to be a little bit tighter than maybe a regular resort room. But in, it's definitely going to be worth it to you because these are great rooms, uh, definitely larger. If you've got a larger group coming, say maybe a family of seven, family of eight, uh, you have that opportunity to come out and, and um, stay in a villa. Uh, and the villas are beautiful. They've been adding more and more. Like Copper Creek over by Wilderness Lodge is just phenomenal. These beautiful cabins. The, if you've ever been out on uh, by the Polynesian and see those bungalows that are out, uh, over top of the water. I believe those are Disney Vacation Club bungalows, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and so, um, you know, so they're really upping that game. So they're beautiful, beautiful rooms. Um, so it's definitely worth considering if you if you want to stay in the in the deep, deep baths of luxury. All right. So I think, if I'm not mistaken, we've hit them all, right? Value, that moderate, deluxe, deluxe villas, campground. So I think we're good. So basically, I think what we're just trying to get across here today to our, our listeners is there is a vacation resort option out there for everyone. If you're looking for a uh, lower end on the budget, but still a fun thematic resort where you can just kind of come and crash and lay your head, or if you're looking for that deep resort experience with a lot of amenities, uh, and closeness to proximity, you've got it all. Uh, so the, the best thing is, is that the dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel have a thorough understanding of each of these resorts, not only just the category, but each of the resorts within each category. And so they're going to kind of talk to you and kind of get a feel for what you want your vacation to look like. What exactly is is it that you want to remember about your vacation and they will tailor the perfect resort for the experience you want and give you that recommendation and then obviously help you book it and plan the rest of your vacation. So uh, if you're kind of still confused about this, these resort choices, definitely contact my Mickey vacation travel at mymickeyvacation.com or check out your dream designers on Facebook and Instagram by searching my Mickey vacation travel. And they will make sure that you have the vacation of a lifetime. So that wraps up this episode. Uh, Karen, I will see you sometime around. I am heading off to Disney tomorrow. You're staying here. And then I think you're heading off on a seven-night Disney fantasy cruise, right? 
I am. And it will be McKenna's um, first Disney cruise as an adult. She'll be 18. So we're doing all the things. So we will definitely be doing a podcast and a vlog about our trip. I was going to say that sounds like an episode. It will be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you again for joining us. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button. Jump over to iTunes or your favorite listening service. Give us a positive five-star review. We would love to have it. We're trying to boost our audience and bring our uh, knowledge and expertise and fund them to as many listeners as possible. So definitely uh, help us out by subscribing and leaving your reviews. We appreciate you. And thank you again for listening. And we will see you real soon.